0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is called The Clean Slate. So what's a clean slate? A clean slate is any time you begin something. So here we are, early January 2023, and we can look at this year ahead as a clean slate, meaning we don't have to bring our old beliefs or old perceptions of ourselves or perspectives. We can start fresh. We can think of ourselves in a new way. And when we do that, we open up the possibility of the unimaginable. This is what we're talking about as we go forward, how to not have the same old experiences, but have these new, wonderful, incredible experiences that we truly want. And when we drop our belief system to a degree, and we make our beliefs a little bit more malleable, and we think of ourselves as the creator of a reality, then these new experiences can happen, and they're unimaginable. Before we begin, we have something very exciting that we're doing right now. A few days ago, we were channeling with the white light, and the white light was talking about... There's a need or a great desire for so many people who have come to learn the basics of the law of attraction and spirituality and their inner self and vibration and perspective and all that to have some tool or some program to incorporate all these concepts into their life so that you can create the life of your dreams. It's great to understand this stuff at some level, but you need some sort of experience. The boot camp is a really intense experience, but there is a new program that we are starting right now called Basic Training. And this utilizes fun examples and activities and really easy to use steps to really get you to understand these concepts and incorporate them into your daily life so that you can begin to create the life you truly desire. A lot of people, like me, when I was in Abraham, It was fantastic. I felt really good. I looked at the positive aspects. It was wonderful. And then I got stuck. I didn't know how to incorporate all that stuff. I really didn't understand how the law of attraction worked, how vibration worked, that sort of stuff. Because listening to the recordings and reading the books, that's sort of passive. You need some kind of experience because experience teaches, words don't teach. Well, the bootcamp was channeled and that was really good for me and good for Uh, people who are really advanced, but it left out this huge swath of people who are, you know, sort of playing around with these ideas, but don't really know how to incorporate them in an easy step-by-step, simple way. And so the basic training program is designed for that, to reach those of you who are really interested in resonating with this stuff, but don't know exactly how to utilize it, to create the life you truly want. And so this program is coming right now. Now, What I'm going to do now is let you listen to a recording that Christy did of exactly how the White Light explained this program, because they want to let you know exactly how it goes. So I'm going to let Christy come in now and play this recording, and then you can hear that, and then we will get our show started.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Christy. I'm going to read for you what White Light gave to me to describe this new basic training program. We've brought forward a simple program to help you move along your desired path from the simple awareness of the concepts of vibration and law of attraction to having within you solid practical tools to apply this knowledge and facilitate tangible change in every area of your daily life. We have named it basic training because when you've completed this course, you will have gained everything you need to leverage universal principles to actually transform your current reality into the reality you truly want. Basic training has been brought into physical reality in answer to your powerful asking. It contains simple, easy-to-understand steps along with practical applications that no matter what your current lifestyle, time demands, or financial circumstances are, it can be completed with ease and allow you to experience immediate changes in your reality. It's fun, it's easy, but primarily, it's a highly effective way to manifest the life you truly desire.
0: That was the White Light's Explanation Of the basic training program. It's going to be simple, easy, and fun. So we're starting basic training, the first one ever, on January 16th. That's a Monday. Those of you who are interested in joining this very first one will sort of be the guinea pigs. Of course, when like everything else, you take basic training, you can take it over and over and over again as many times as you like. But in this first one, we're going to invite maybe 20, 25 people to sort of be guinea pigs, We'll have a huge discount, probably 50% off what the normal price is going to be, and we're going to work with you hands-on. So Christy and I will be doing this hands-on in this program. We'll have the four calls a week, a coaching call, a limiting beliefs workshop, and two Joshua Lives. Uh, There'll be partners and coaches and all that stuff too. So it's going to be really fun. It's going to be something brand new. And if you like, you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and be on the list to be one of those first twenty or twenty-five people, and we'll go from there. So, thanks so much for being here. Remember to like and subscribe—all that great stuff that you do. We really appreciate your support. And now we're going to turn it over to Joshua. We are thrilled to be here. Hi,
1: Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi Josh. Joshua. 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 Happy New Year. Hi.
0: Well, we would like to wish you all a Happy New Year. But we also like to remind you that this new year idea that you have, well, it's arbitrary. It could be anything. It does not mean anything. It's just a collection of labels and dates that you choose to put on your experience. But that experience is chosen by you. And so how you interpret anything in this reality is all up to you. When you choose to believe that a year has come to an end and a new year is starting, that's fine. But again, it doesn't mean anything. There is nothing other than what's going on in your vibration, in your reality. That's the only thing you ever have to concern yourself with. And you don't even have to concern yourself with that. Because what comes into your reality is always a reflection of that vibration. And that reflection is always perfect. And since you're always perfect, there's nothing to worry about. Everything is working out perfectly all the time for everyone you know, for yourself, for the world, for the planet, for the universe. It's all working out perfectly. But if you would like to align yourself with another way of looking at things, with a more balanced and a more effective way of navigating your reality, then you can start with a clean slate at this time. And you can say, what's coming for me now is fresh and new and does not rely on anything that's happened previously does not rely on what you've done in the past, what you've experienced in the past, what you tend to think should happen, should not happen, your ideals, your preferences, all these things. You are a new person on this day and everything that comes to you is based in that new reality. Everything that comes to you is based in the new vibration that you're offering right now. Everything's coming to you in the new way of feeling in the new way of considering yourself, in your new perspective, in your new approach to life. Everything that's coming to you is fresh and new all the time. And you are refreshed and new all the time. Not just at the end of the year, not just at the beginning of the year, all the time you are refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. You are making new observations, new reactions, new opinions, new desires, new ideals, new goals, new whatever it is. But behind all that, is your perspective of yourself in your reality. And that's how you create your reality. If that perspective is raised, then you will have a different reality, a less limited reality. If that perspective is lowered, you will have a more limited reality. And that's fine. It doesn't matter. Either way is good. There is no way to fix or control <laughs> anything through what you want, what you intend to do, how you control things, even how you control your perspective. It is what it is, and it's always perfect. But if you can remember that you're refreshed every single day you wake up, you can start with a new clean slate every single day. You can start to think about things in a new way at any moment in any day. Well, at the beginning of the year, in 2023, it's a little bit easier to say, well, this year is brand new, and what happens this year will be for me, and what happens this year will be a perfect reflection of the perspective that I've made it to so far. Whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you've increased or raised your perspective high enough that you are a vibrational match for this year and for whatever happens for you in this year. Now, if you can see everything happening for you in 2023 to bring you closer and closer and closer to who you truly are, to how this reality actually works and to move towards the inspired path that will lead you to all the experiences you intended to have perfectly, then you can let go of all that control that bogs you down and limits you and and causes you to have a little bit of angst or anxiety about the future. That causes you to have a little bit of regret and resentment about the past. Remember, All the experiences that you were meant to have in 2022, you had them. How you move through those experiences, whether you perceive them as good or bad or right or wrong or better or worse, how you move through those experiences has to do with your perspective. Always. You could have moved through all of those experiences in pure joy if you wanted to. But most of you didn't want to. Most of you enjoyed feeling a little victimy here and there, complaining to your friends here and there, worrying about this and that here and there. That's fine. But was that really enjoy? And did that actually feel good? Now that you know this is a feeling reality and all you're doing is feeling something, wouldn't it be nice to move forward into 2023 and to say to yourself, there is no reason I cannot experience anything in pure joy. In fact, how I experience anything has to do with how I see myself. If I see myself as the creator of my reality, and we understand there's a stretch for many of you in that idea, but what if you did see yourself as the creator of your reality? From that perspective, you would know for sure that all experiences were for your growth and benefit, were for your expansion, were happening exactly as they needed to happen for you to move forward towards more joy, more love, more peace, more connection. Now imagine something happens, and in the past you reacted to it as if it was wrong or bad. But now you say, hold on, I'm the greater of this reality. This experience came to me for some reason. There is something to be gained from that experience. Maybe I can't see it now, but I can know for sure that as I move through experience, at the end of that experience, I can look back and see how perfect it was. Well, if I know I can do that, if I know I can look back and see the perfection of any experience, then when I'm in that experience, I can soften it. I can actually soften it to the point where maybe I feel a little bit of ease going through it. Maybe I don't concern myself too much with it. Maybe I know for sure it's going to work out perfectly, so why bother with it? Maybe I can feel good going through it. Maybe I can see how it's perfect in the middle of it. Maybe I can detach myself from the worry or the anxiety or the distress that it's caused me in this moment. Maybe I can see all the people involved in that event as playing their role perfectly for me. Maybe I can even express gratitude for those people who are playing their role perfectly When in the past I would have blamed them or said they were wrong or condemned them to something, now I see that everything's working out perfectly. In that, you will feel better. You will always feel better. Now, in the reactions to something that you used to see as bad or wrong, and you react in love to it, you're expressing love from source through you into this reality, into the mass consciousness. That is a creation based in love. And in 2023, there will be more creations based in love than ever before. And you can be part of that momentum. And that momentum will move things towards peace, love, understanding, compassion, kindness, creativity, and well-being. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start?
1: I have a question,
0: Joshua. Kelly. Kelly.
1: Hi there. Um, so it based to piggyback on what you just mentioned about staying in that, um, seeing perfection and all the events that are created to me, how would you share uh, ways to stay in that mindset of perfection when you're wobble?
0: Excellent. So the wobble is this idea that somebody's coming along and it's rocked your boat a little bit. It's happening in a way where you feel negative emotion. The negative emotion, you can say, would be waves on an ocean. And you're in your little boat, and these waves come by, and you're all tossing around in your boat. Why are there waves there in the first place, in the ocean? Well, are those waves really there to cause you distress? Or are they a natural part of this ocean? And you say the ocean is your life. They come to move you to see where you are as a reflection of the vibration or the perspective you're offering. But in those waves is opportunity. And those waves are created by you always. So imagine you were sitting in your little boat, no waves in the ocean, nothing's ever happening. You're not really moving. You're not really experiencing anything and you cannot react differently than you did before. So the wave comes by and you can say, oh, this is exciting, or this is interesting, or there's something forming these waves, or it's a shift in momentum, or this is bringing forth a new idea. Sure, might be a little scary, but there's been waves in the past, and we've always navigated those waves perfectly. In the past, though, you thought there was some entity outside of you causing the waves. Now you know more than that. Now you understand that, well, you're the creator of this ocean of your life. Therefore, every wave in that ocean is your creation. Now, why did you create the wave? Because you want to see where you are. You wanted to see where that perspective is. How do you handle that situation? In the past, you handled the situation in a bit of fear. And you complained and you said that was wrong. Now you know there is no wrong. Now you know you are the creator of that wave. So when that wave comes you embrace it in love. You transmute the fear of the wave into the excitement of the joy, the fun, the interest, the whatever the wave is there to do, you see it as for you. That wave, that manifestation event, that obstacle that you encounter, that thing you think is wrong is a wave you created for you. How you react to that wave is how you communicate your new perspective to the universe. After the wave goes by, and you're fine, you can look back and say, well, it looked a little scary when it was coming, and it rocked the boat while it was there, but everyone's fine. And this time, I didn't get scared. I didn't get worried. I turned my little boat into the wave, and we went up and down and up and down, it was fine. It was sort of fun. That wave is fun. The wave is actually fun. If you're not afraid of the wave, the wave will always be fun. And when you react in love to the people, to the conditions, to the situation, you state unequivocally to the universe that you've got this, that you are a being of love, and you interact with every situation, event, circumstance, obstacle, person that comes your way, even if you are a little afraid of it, or a little concerned about it, or a little worried about it, when it actually arises. You put forth an energy of love, acceptance, and you allow it to wash over you. You do not resist it. There is no need to resist it. You handle it with love. You embrace it with love. You're grateful for it. You marvel in your creative abilities that brought it. You understand that there's information in in all of these manifestation events. And so now you're not trying to control them out of your experience. You're maybe even looking forward to them. You're noticing them when they come. You're saying, ah, manifestation it. That's a sign that I have a belief system that is inaccurate. And I want to know exactly who I am and how the system works. Because when I know that, I have power over these things. Not to change or to control them, but to react in love to them. When you react in love to anything, what are you doing? You're creating in love. You, the creator of your reality, instead of creating in fear by acting on urges to control conditions, have changed your approach to life. You now create in love. You don't need lots of money pouring in. You don't need others to love you or accept you. You don't need to change these conditions. You have to understand all of that is perfect for you right now you are perfect as you are right now. You're evolving into who you truly are, into an identity that is much broader than who you know yourself to be right now. It's part of this process, the evolution to discover who you truly are. Now, when you discover who you truly are, of course, you'll be more powerful. But by the time you get to that place, you'll be in such acceptance that you'll never want to change a thing. Even though At that time, you could snap your fingers and manifest anything you think you want. But you will know by the time you get there that it's all perfect. So why would you change anything? And so then you would go with the flow of your life, not needing it to be different, realizing it's always been perfect, realizing how fortunate you are to be on the leading edge of the leading edge, to embrace these concepts, to live life fully, to live in a feeling reality, but instead of feeling bad, you're feeling good. This is a feeling reality. All you're ever doing is feeling something. Most people are feeling bad most of the time. Most people are looking to relieve that bad feeling by all kinds of different activities. Most people are trying to control the reality so much that they plug themselves into a societal set of norms and life just passes them by. But what if you realize who you truly were from this higher perspective and know that the only thing that matters is how you feel? and you choose to feel good instead of bad. I demand to feel good, therefore how I react to anything is in love, not in fear. In love, I'll at least feel interested, curious, maybe excited, maybe passionate, maybe satisfied, maybe ecstatic, maybe content. In fear, you're gonna feel limited, worthless, dissatisfied, confused. That's not what you came for. Sure. No one else has gone on to live this way yet, but all of you on the call now and listening to a later date, all of you are on that leading edge. You said, I feel something in this reality. I'm tired and I will not stand for feeling bad any longer. I want to feel good. How do I feel good? Joshua, how do we feel good? You feel good by Choosing a perception of reality that's accurate. And anytime you feel bad, you understand that how you're choosing to see what's happening in reality, that wobble is caused by a mental construct or a set of belief or a perspective of yourself that is not accurate. Now you go on these journey and these experiences, and most of the time you're feeling pretty good. Most of the time things are going well. Most of the time you're Really living a very full and rich and experiential life. You're expanding with all these experiences. And occasionally you'll have a wobble. Occasionally something will happen that you don't think you want to happen. Now, when things are going wonderfully, when you're having fun, when you're enjoying life, you know for sure your perspective is much more accurate than when you're not feeling good, when you think things are wrong. So, logically, if you're feeling that wobble, It's only because your belief system based on your past experiences, whatever, causes you to feel some bit of fear. The fear is what doesn't feel good. The disconnection from the perspective of your inner self is what doesn't feel good. And you very much want to know what your inner self's perspective is. That's why you really want to pay attention to when you have that wobble. What's happening is you're creating situations, not that you know of, not that you're fully aware of, not from your human perspective, but from the vibration and the coordination with your inner self. Your inner self can see the limitations in your perspective and knows where you are going, where you want to go, where you truly want to go, what you want to discover, what you want to experience, knows all this. So the grand scheme of things between your inner self, who is you, and you, the physical consciousness experiencing the life This coordination is happening without you being consciously aware of it. And so your inner self is saying, all right, Kelly's got this little limiting belief over here. That's sort of limiting her from living this wonderful, fun, interesting, enjoyable, feel good life. We want to give her some inspiration. But right now with that limiting belief, that's going to block that inspiration. So we have to bring that limiting belief to the surface. Well, how do we do it? Well, maybe we have her get into an argument with her neighbor, or maybe we have something happen at work, or maybe there's something on the news that catches her attention and gives her the opportunity to say, Oh, there's a wobble there. What does that wobble mean? It means in that little instance, I've got something in my belief system that's causing me to feel fear. Great. Those of you who understand that all limiting beliefs are false have a process now to look at those things. Most of humanity is not ready for this. Most of humanity doesn't want to give up control. Most of humanity doesn't want to look at their belief system and challenge that belief system. To challenge a belief system is to bring up a little bit of nervousness. But you're ready to do that. So when you feel that wobble, that's a gift. And the entire universe has organized itself to create an event that allows you simply one thing, to see a tiny little limiting belief that now you can process and prove to yourself it's false. Soften it. That's all you're doing. Is soften it, soften it, soften it. So that when your inner self sends you the inspiration, that limiting belief doesn't get in the way. It doesn't cause too much fear. You're able to act on that inspiration. That's what the wobble's for. That's why you created the waves in your ocean. All of it is created for you. So when something happens, know for sure that that event was created for you, for your benefit. And all the people, all the people played their roles perfectly to give you that experience. And you can be grateful to them, to your inner self, to the universe, to your guidance supporters, to the entire system for creating that event with your permission as the physically focused consciousness. Nothing will ever happen without your permission. You are giving permission in this free flow of energy between you and your inner self. As the physically focused consciousness that that is Kelly, you would say, I don't want any negative experiences. I don't want anything bad happening. I only want this and this and this and this and this. But that would not allow you to live the life you truly want to live. That would allow you to live a very small, limited life. So the bigger the waves that are coming the more powerful you truly are, because you will never, ever, ever, ever get anything more than you can handle. So the event itself is just showing you how far you've come. And your reaction to that event is showing the universe. You're ready to move forward.
1: Thank you. Thank Wonderful you so question.
0: Much.
2: Who's next? Harold. Oh, hi. Um, yes, the, the question that Kelly had was absolutely for me too in my situation. Now it's just, uh, absolutely accurate, but I was thinking of something I've experienced a few weeks ago. Lately, when I'm close to someone, even if someone is in my house, I can feel their emotions, and I think, "Oh God, these people are all really feeling awful." And what I mostly do is just observe it, see, see what it is, and. I have to to use a bit of concentration to to put that feelings down to compa- to give them a compartment inside of me so that I can still feel good. So, I do um use some a form of control. But at a party at a dancing school, there was sitting someone next to me, and she was fe- she felt so awful. And every time I used my concentration to to act normal to just be myself, she she, she got me out of that concentration. She said something or reacted or she did something, so I couldn't. And the only thing I could do was retract my uh, my attention from, from her, from the group, just to be at myself half an hour later. So I got a manifestation event that I didn't even want to stay at that uh, at the party again. So it wasn't enjoyable and fun anymore. Excellent. So what, what do I do then?
0: Well... Those of you who are on the leading edge of the leading edge are raising your perspective high enough where these empathic abilities are going to become quite normal for you. Now, not all of you will have the same empathic abilities, but very many of you will have the ability to sense the vibration or the perspective of those in your immediate surroundings. This only happens when you make your way to a higher perspective. Once you make your way to this higher perspective in this higher dimension that you find yourselves in then it is natural to be able to sense the perspective of those around you. But of course, it takes a bit of time to get used to this because this is a feeling reality, and these are feelings that feel like they're coming from someone else. As you go through this process of being able to feel others, you will likely notice that most people do not feel good. What you're doing is you're noticing, you're feeling their perspective their vibration what they're feeling on the inside it would be like if you opened your eyes and you saw a bright light it hurts the eyes a little bit until you have time to adjust to the light the sun for instance is not bad or wrong it is just shining its brightness and you're receiving it based in how dilated your pupils are so if you were coming out of a dark room into a bright light that would be a little painful, but you would adjust to it. In this situation, you're feeling something that you never felt before. You would go around your entire life, people would be right next to you. You could not sense how they were feeling. You assumed everyone was feeling good. What was happening back then is you weren't feeling that good, and they weren't feeling that good, and therefore it was not beneficial to either of you to have any empathic abilities. Now that you have vibration, now your perspective is risen enough, you're out of that fear-level dimension and into a more loving dimension. In that loving dimension, your empathic abilities, wherever they are, unique to you, turn on, begin to turn on. But they're still at the very beginning stages of this. This process that you will all go through is to get used to feeling what others feel. Now, how is that of benefit when you Live in love. Well, you've learned that your judgment of anything is based in your perspective. If you judge anything, it's bad or wrong. It's based in a limited perspective of yourself. Now you're used to going out saying, This is for me. That's for me. This is good. Everything's perfect. Everything's right. And you've raised to this level where these empathic abilities turn on. But now you're going back to judging that feeling that you're getting because feelings are much stronger than anything else as wrong and bad their feeling is not wrong or bad. It doesn't affect you in any way. It doesn't mean anything about you. You're allowing it to flow over you and then judging it as wrong or bad because you're used to judging some emotions as good and some emotions as bad. Eventually, you'll get to the stage where you'll realize there is no negative emotion. You have just been associating Certain feelings as negative because when you feel those feelings, you're perceiving something wrong. It's the perception of something wrong that feels bad, not the emotion itself. As you get to a level where you understand that there is no wrong, when you're going with the flow of your life, when you're seeing things from a higher perspective, when you're seeing more things as good and right and as it should be and perfect in every way, then when you get the feeling of anything, you'll sit with that feeling you'll allow it to linger, you'll dive into it a bit, you'll lean into it a little more. And if you lean into it for a little while, the residual effect of your old approach to life will tend to tell you it's wrong. Now, in the past you would have done something to switch away or turn away from that thing that caused you negative emotion and you got really good at turning away and the negative emotion would, would not linger it would be replaced with some other emotion. If you sit with emotion now, where you are now in this higher perspective, as Gary is starting to do, you feel the emotion, you feel it, you feel it, you feel it, and then you start to realize that that feeling isn't so different from its corresponding better feeling. Anxiety is not so much different than excitement. And if you sat with that anxiety, and let it flow and paid attention to it, after a few minutes, 20, 30 minutes of that anxiety, really not trying to distract yourself, but really sitting with that feeling, you would say, hmm, this is really similar to excitement. There isn't really much difference. I was just used to being in this situation where I felt anxiety and calling that a bad thing. It was the thinking something was wrong that caused the anxiety that made you think the emotion of anxiety was wrong. But now you know there is no wrong. And so the emotion cannot be wrong either. You've been feeling good and feeling good and feeling better and feeling better. And then the empathic ability turns on and now you see how everyone else is living. And the more in distress or depressed that they are, the more sensitive they are, the more sensitive you've become, you'll start to feel that feeling again. And that won't feel good to you. And you'll want to change the conditions because you'll still believe that feeling is wrong. That's fine. As you practice this and realize you're simply judging it, you'll start to stop judging it. When you stop judging it, you'll have the feeling, but it won't be attached to anything about you. So you won't really see it as bad. This is a process that might take a year or so, might take all of 2023. If you hadn't had this conversation with us, you might say, well, I'm just going to turn off my empathic abilities because this is too much. I'm just going to isolate myself. I'm not going to be around anyone. You'd be changing the conditions. What we want you to know is that you can start this year with a blank slate and realize that this is a very good sign. This is a sign of a much higher perspective. And now you can play with this, investigate it, put yourself in situations, consciously look at someone and see if you can feel how they feel. But then don't take it on as meaning anything. Don't judge it. Don't think they're wrong or bad for feeling that way. As you have all, on this call and listening at a later date, all raised your own perspectives, you are at the highest level of perspective in the world, which means that everyone else is going to be in somewhat of a lower or more limited perspective. And most of those people, especially in social situations, will feel angst, anxiety, disconnection, separation, because they're still in the illusion. So those feelings are just coming from this illusion. You're opting out of that illusion. You're seeing more and more clearly. And so that's just going to be a temporary feeling of separation because you're going to be feeling good and you're going to notice your friends and family and acquaintances and even strangers feeling not so good. You'll want to change them when you judge them. But if you can accept that they're all moving from fear and love, that they're all having the perfect experience for them, and that they're coming to you so you could have your own manifestation event. No accident that woman sat next to you. Perfect timing, perfect place, perfect experience for you. You attracted her for this manifestation event, for this understanding and communication that you are still judging something as wrong or bad. If you did not judge her having her bad feeling is wrong or bad, that emotion that you're not used to so much anymore, or maybe you've never experienced before, you'd be able to look at it, feel it, process it, and give thanks for everything that you've gone through, everything she's gone through, your inner self, her inner self, the universe putting you together to give you a greater understanding of how this entire system works and how you are now perceiving reality. This answer to your question is at an extremely high level. And for you, Harold, you'll have to listen to this a couple of times to get it, to understand that this process of ascension is coming from fear to love, not by controlling, changing the conditions, being better or worse, doing anything differently, but by choosing consistently to see yourself, your reality from a perspective of the creator of it. From the idea that it is perfect. And that's the underlying drumbeat of everything and everyone. You're seeing more perfect. You're seeing more good. You're seeing yourself as worthy. And then you're still looking around, and this is completely normal and absolutely common. And there's still a little judgment of the imperfection of others. Gary's going through the exact same thing right now. When Gary's able to reach a high perspective of himself, everything rolls perfectly. And then people come in to his experience, and he knows that he must accept them for where they are, that they do not need his help, that everything he does is for his journey of self-discovery. But he wants to help. And he doesn't like seeing people in angst. And neither do any of you. You are all uplifters. You're all teachers. You're all leaders. But the old human paradigm is that of fixing and changing problems, and not understanding the perfection of every single aspect of your and everyone else's reality. So now, practice this acceptance, practice seeing the perfection in others, practicing the perfection in the overall system, and express love, not by having to say something or having to do something, but simply through the act of understanding exactly What's happening here? How you're starting to feel things, noticing that that feeling isn't what you're used to anymore, and not condemning them for giving you a bad feeling. They're not doing anything to you. They're simply a manifestation event showing you where you are in the moment, just like every other manifestation event. Your reaction to it could be to leave or to never go to another social setting. Or dive into it to see if you can feel. And then when you have that feeling, not judge it. See it as perfect. See them as perfect. Because that woman sitting next to you was the perfect person to sit next to you. She was at the perfect state. She's not always upset like that. She's not always feeling bad like that. But because she was feeling bad, and because this would allow you to see something about yourself in that situation she was guided to sit next to you. You felt what you felt, you had your judgment, you didn't like it, you wished it was different, you wished she felt better, but this caused you to think about it. And then you came to this call on this day at the beginning of 2023, when we're talking about being a blank slate and not letting anything ruffle your feathers, reacting in a new way to it all. And this question may be the most impactful question and answer of the entire year. Do you see how the events correlated, came together to give you that experience, to allow you to think about it, to allow you to understand it was a manifestation event, and then to come and ask this perfect question right at the beginning of the year? This is what we're talking about. Everything is working out perfectly to bring All forces together in a million to one situation, unimaginable, so that you can have these experiences, think about them, notice their manifestation events, process it, understand that your perspective in that issue is a little bit limited, and then do the work to move forward to becoming who you will become. It's an excellent sign, and we congratulate you for pushing past the fear and asking that brilliant question.
2: Thank you so much. This makes perfect sense. Excellent. And some parts I already knew, but I couldn't see the whole
0: picture. We knew you knew. Who's next?
1: I have a follow-up to that, please. (laughs) Susan. In the same way we can learn that negative emotions are not negative, that we used to perceive them as bad, Can that be true of physical sensations? So can we transform physical pain to not be perceived as bad? While while I understand it's teaching us a lesson, the sensation still feels bad. Can we do something with that?
0: Well we would say to you right now, specifically to you right now. Okay. Is that there is no bad. There is only gifts. And a physical pain, a illness, a Chronic condition is the greatest gift you can get, the most impactful. But you have to look at it as a gift. If you look at it as a problem, you'll try and find solutions to remove the gift. But the gift will never go until you've understood the underlying thought, belief, pattern of behavior that attracted the gift. You were given a gift. This gift came to you because there is something going on in your vibration or your perspective of yourself in your reality that you are unwilling to let go of in any other means. So for instance, you might have a perception of yourself as unworthy of love. And so you will get a thought of unworthy of love. You could prove that that thought's false. You could do the work, you could find the evidence. I've been loved by this person, that person, and, and I'm a being of love and I'm here to express love. And I don't need love from anyone else. I know my inner self loves me. I know the source loves me. My gangs supporters love me. My children, my parents. There were these experiences of love that you had. This gives you evidence to prove that you're worthy of love. But the thought comes, I'm unworthy of love. And you agree with that thought. Well, that thought then spins in motion, spins in motion, but it is not true. It is causing you to perceive your reality in an inaccurate way and it's causing you to move on your journey of self-discovery haphazardly instead of fully on that path. So you ignore the thought, thought grows, and the universe and your inner self organize an event, a little mild event. And in that event, you feel the feeling of unworthy of love. At the time of that event, maybe you were eight years old. You didn't understand how this whole thing works, and you agreed with that thought. I must be unworthy of love. This thing happened. It proves that I'm unworthy. And so now you've got this thought form really spinning, it's growing momentum. It's not true. You feel negative emotion, indication that's not true. Something else happens. You feel even more. Something else happens. You feel even more. You ignore it, you ignore it, you double down on your limiting belief. It grows stronger, grows stronger, grows stronger. And there's nothing left as a manifestation event in your physical reality, that'll capture your attention. So the thought form starts going into your body and manifests as some symptom only because you can't ignore those things. It's in your body, it's with you all the time, it can't be ignored. This is the momentum of that original thought manifesting as a physical condition that you cannot ignore. And so, what do most people do? They go and find a solution for this problem of this symptom, but there are no problems. You're just in the vibration of the problem and you cannot see the solution. We're not saying it's easy. We're not saying that you should be able to do it. We're saying that this is a notification of a thought form that has been in your vibration for a while and is causing you to go off or on detour of your inspired journey of self-discovery and play around investigating the inauthentic version of you, the victim-y version of you. This condition, this physical condition happened to me. How did I get so unlucky? Why is it happening to me? This vibration of a victim isn't the solution to anything. This recovery or getting better, trying to get better physical health, is not the solution to this thought form that's preventing you from going where you intended to go. The understanding that this has come to alert you to the momentum of a lifelong thought form that you have not dealed with up to this point. So all you have to do, all any of you have to do, anyone listening to this right now, all you have to do, I have this condition, I have this pain, I have this whatever it is in my body, I must first accept that it is a gift. Second, I do not want it to go away. I want it to stay as long as it wants to stay. I am not going to control this condition. This is for me. I accept it. Now, if you want it to go away, you're just trying to control it. You're just saying, I will feel better once it's gone. You do not know what's gonna happen. If you say, I wanna feel better, and so I want this thing gone, you're still in the vibration of the victim, thinking something is happening to you. You have to rise to the vibration of the creator. The condition is alerting me to a misperception of myself. It's holding my perception of myself at a limited perspective. That limited perspective is not enabling me to go on my journey of self-discovery as I intend. In fact, it's very possible for many of you that some condition has caused you to find this information. You wouldn't have found it without this condition. So this condition is here to show you something. Oftentimes, the thing that is here to show you is the thing that you believe the most. You can't see it because it's such a strong belief. It's been gaining a momentum your entire life. Every time something happens, you use that as evidence to prove it's true instead of prove it's not true. And you lived your life believing this one aspect of your life as a victim. So you could be the creator of your reality or a high perspective in all these other aspects of your life. But in this one, you say, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just not worthy of love. That's just what happened to me. Some people are, some people aren't. I'm just not worthy of love, or I'm just not capable of this, or I'm just not good at that, whatever it is. None of that's true. Because if you feel negative emotion in this subject, it's proof that your perception is off that you're looking at reality as it is not true. Now, if that was not going to affect your journey of self-discovery, no big deal. If that belief, if that thought form, if you said, I'm never gonna be a billionaire, well, that doesn't really affect your journey of self-discovery. So you're not gonna get any messengers for that. But if you believe I'm unworthy of love or bad things happen to me or whatever it is, and you feel negative emotion, you know for sure that that belief is not helpful, is not allowing you to pursue your journey of self-discovery as you intended to. So what has to happen? Your inner self has to get your attention. You've not paid attention in all the previous manifestation events, so it's gone to the body. You realize it's a gift. You realize there's some limiting belief that you are unaware of, that you've been avoiding, that you think is absolutely true. You start to pay attention. You start to look for clues because the clues will pop up. Someone will bring it up and you'll feel negative emotion deeply. You might be inspired to go see an astrologer and they'll show you something, but you won't believe them. You see, you'll start to hunt around here. You might even be inspired to get into some situation that really triggers that thing. And you have a choice at that point oh my God, I feel a strong negative emotion. It must be this thing, okay? Now you've found that limiting belief and it is a big one. It brings up all kinds of emotion. It is the basis of your entire belief about yourself. That thing happened to me and there's nothing I can do about it. That's not true. Nothing happened to you, it happened for you. So now you have to look at that thing you thought was so wrong and bad and say thank you for that thing happened you have to drop to your knees in gratitude for all the people or the vent, or whatever it was you might have had some person in your life transition to non-physical and you think you got abandoned by them you have to thank that person for transitioning when they did and say that is the most wonderful thing because it created this trajectory where I am now You don't have to do any of this stuff. You can live with whatever that condition is. Now, when you understand that that is simply a limiting belief, that you are looking at your reality from a perspective that was never true, and you start to go back and say, how is this perfect? How did that happen perfectly for me? How did that person do that thing that I thought was so wrong, but actually is perfect? How can I live in gratitude for that? That may take a little work. And you will have more manifestation events to come up to see if you've actually chosen to look at this subject from a different perspective, to see if you're actually paying attention, to see if you're actually doing the work. And the physical thing will linger and linger and linger. And that's the test to see if you truly think it's a gift or if you're just trying to control things to get rid of it. The day you feel the emotion of gratitude in every cell of your body, Will be the day that the condition is notified that it may leave if it wants to and over a period of time maybe a couple weeks maybe a couple months it will make up its mind and it might leave here's the important point you can have no desire for it to go because that would be from a perspective of a victim you have to accept that it might be there forever You have to accept that it was a gift, that it was for your benefit, that you welcome it to come at any time or go at any time. But it's nothing you do is to rid yourself of this condition, because in doing that, you are still in control. And in control, the condition will say, well, she hasn't really processed this. She hasn't really changed. She's still controlling. So we better stick around until she gets this. It is a paradox, you might say. I want to feel better. The only way to feel better is by accepting what is and what was and what will be and then expressing gratitude to the condition that I hate, to the past that I hate, to the people that I hate. How on earth am I going to do that? You're going to do it one step at a time. Soften it, soften it, wake up the next day, soften it. Soften it, soften it, soften it. Now you get to a level of softening it, you can hear your inner self. Your inner self will say, go do this little thing. And you're going to do that little thing and you're going to see how you're loved in this case. Go do this little thing and you're going to meet someone who gives you a moment of joy. Go do this little thing and you're going to bump into some treatment or some form of guidance that allows you to see more and see more and see more. You see, it all works out perfectly as you make your way out of that fear to a higher perspective. The very understanding that that physical condition is a gift is an incredibly high perspective. The understanding that all the people in your life did everything perfectly for you to serve you on your journey of self-discovery as you intended is a very high perspective. And these high perspective ideas will lead to more inspiration and more high perspective ideas. And you will eventually move out of the dimension of fear where you were living with this belief that something wrong happened to a new dimension where there's a little bit more gratitude. And in that dimension, with less fear in that dimension, you ease your way to becoming, not to curing, to becoming one who is aligned with who they truly are. One is who, is who aligned with who they truly are in all areas. No messengers are needed. But guess what? There's always something more to discover about yourself. So these manifestation events, these physical conditions, these things you think are wrong are always for your benefit. The very idea that you can see that from your benefit is evidence that you have moved to a high vibration, which you have. And so nothing is too much for you.
1: That was such a gift. Thank
0: you. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question of 2023 so far?
1: Can cats see things in other dimensions that we can't see?
0: Cats are in other dimensions. You (laughs) think the cat is in your dimension? The cat has a different perspective, a different perception of reality. But so does every other person you know, every other animal you know. Every life form, every consciousness in this earth reality has a unique perspective. Why is that? Because this is an interesting reality. This is a reality that has this aspect of fear, this aspect of separation, individuality. This is a mass consciousness, but you're not aware of it. You see, you're connected to it on a very thin, superficial level as you progress in your perspective of yourself, you'll have more access to the mass consciousness. And you'll start to understand how your cat is perceiving something. You'll start to not look at it as if it's seeing exactly what you're seeing and wanting what you want and knowing what you know. You'll see that it doesn't care about the things you care about. It doesn't have the fears that you have. It doesn't have the desires you have. It doesn't need what you think it needs or you need. It has a completely different perception of reality. But so does your best friend. Now think about the life that you live, where you were born, your family, all the experiences that you had in childhood. And you get to this age, and then you have another friend. And you assume that that friend knows your experiences, has the same interests, ideas, desires, perception of reality, thinks blues the same color, blues yeah. you, sees a tree the same way you see a tree sees the cat the same way you see a cat. No, they have their childhood, their family, their experiences. And you come together, and because it's fun, and because you like this person, and because you have a similar vibration, you are able to accept their perspective, even when you know they're wrong. And you can play with it in a more light-hearted manner. Now, take that friend, make him a spouse, Someone that you think you have to be with the rest of your life that is partly in control of your reality. And they have a completely different perspective as well. But you want them to see things your way. What if you could see things their way? What if you could get so close to this person and understand them in such a deep way and know that they're perfect in every single area of their life and everything they're doing, everything they're believing, every fear they have, every desire they have, every preference. Everything about them is perfect. And all you want to do is get to know them better. You don't care if they're upset. Why are they upset? Because something triggered a limiting belief. You want to know what the limiting belief is. You don't need them to get better because they're perfect. You don't need them to do anything differently. And then you start to realize, oh, 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 they're just a mirror to me. That's all they are. How is that possible? That's a separate person there. That's not me. What is that showing me? It's showing you who you are in that context, in that relationship. But because they have a different perspective, you have a different perspective, and you still think they're seeing the same color blue that you're seeing and tasting the same way you taste and smelling the same way you smell and feeling the same way you feel and having the same perspective that you have, you don't really give them too much credit or too much leeway. You sort of ask them to behave. But... They're not seeing what you're seeing, just like your, your cat's not seeing what you're seeing. They have a completely different perception of reality and certainly a different perspective of themselves. And if you could just understand that little thing, that little thing that they are simply seeing things differently, feeling things differently, experiencing things differently than you, and you could accept them for what they're experiencing, feeling and seeing and get to know them better and then express acceptance, express love. Not change them, not fix them, not solve any problem. Just express love. How do you express love? You allow them to be whoever they want to be and to perceive themselves in any way they want to perceive themselves and to do whatever they're doing, whatever they're inspired to do, whatever they're urged to do, and always know that that is perfect and they are perfect. If you see your cat is perfect, doesn't really matter. doesn't really matter what happens. They could scratch up your favorite shirt. And you say, well, that's what cats do. And you can see your friend is perfect. And they could get mad at you for something. And you say, well, that's what those people from their perspective do. And you could have your spouse. And your spouse does something ridiculous. Something you would never do or never expect that person to do. And you say, their perspective caused them to make a choice, a decision, or an action that they could not Make otherwise. They had to do it. It wasn't them. It was their perspective of themselves. They had to do what they did. They did it perfectly. And so I can accept that as perfection. Now, can I see the perfection? Maybe not right now, but I'm going to endeavor to see the perfection. And I'm going to know that it had to be perfect because there's no imperfection in any of this. And if I can see more perfection, more perfection, more perfection. I'm going to raise my perspective. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be more connected to every consciousness on this planet. I'm going to be one with all that is. And if you can do that, even a little bit, even 1% better in 2023, in 2022, it's going to be an unimaginable life. And with that, we are complete. Amazing. Thank you, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Happy New Year. I hope you really liked that episode. It was a lot of fun. This is talking about giving us all a clean slate for 2023. The idea is is that everything you think that could happen in 2023 is some kind of box. So, something you've experienced before or something someone else has experienced. And what Joshua and the White Light are talking about now is the possibility of the unimaginable. So, that's what we're looking forward to as we go along this year. And it should be a lot of fun. We're really upbeat and excited for this year. And there's a lot of incredible things happening. The first of which is this new program called Basic Training. It is something that just came up about a week ago. We've been working on it furiously, typing, 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 channeling, channeling, channeling. It's really amazing. It's a simple, easy to use, full of experiences, full of fun and different kinds of examples and things like that. And it's just a really step-by-step how to raise your perspective in every area of your life so that you can manifest and enjoy the life you truly want. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information. Thanks again for being here. Like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, all that great stuff. We love you and we'll see you later. Bye.